0: Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together unto the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried from whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. You may be seated. Hallelujah, hallelujah. First of all, uh, the first character we'll look at is the lame man. Uh, His name is not given. Uh, It just says, a a certain man lame from his mother's womb. So, uh, the first person that we see in this story is, is uh, no name. He uh, is not, we're not giving his name, it just says a certain man. How many would like a touch from the Lord? Amen? Certain man. You know, the interesting thing about it, uh, let's say I got up tonight, all right? I just got up, and I got up and I said, what would you like for me to preach about tonight? Anybody? Job. Joy? Job. Huh? Job. Job? Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Amen. Anybody else? Proverbs. Proverbs? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, Job and Proverbs are big, big, uh, that's like a six-month uh, series, amen? <laughs> At least. But First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians, that's a good one, too. After rapture, hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Yeah, Matthew 24. 24. So you see, it's interesting. Everybody has something different they would like preached. But wouldn't you kind of wonder why the preacher is asking you what he should preach? (laughs) Isn't that kind of strange? Amen. The preacher is supposed to be seeking seeking the Lord. Amen. On what to preach. Amen. And uh, so you see, everything is ordered by the Lord. And Peter and John wasn't there by accident. The certain man wasn't there by accident. Amen? Amen. And nothing happens in your life by accident or coincidence. And I believe that with all that I am. So we see a certain man goes to church every day. But every day he is lame and has to be carried to the place. So we realize that sometimes just going to church, uh, there's more to it than that, isn't there? I said there's more to it than that, isn't there? Amen? And uh, he goes there, of course, uh, the people uh, carrying there, and we'll get a hold of Adam, who lays hands upon you here in a minute. But we see that he's there begging for alms, And then we see Peter's response. And uh, Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Hallelujah. Now we see here that he had no name. As far as, well, I'm sure he had a name, but we don't know what it is. And evidently the Bible didn't think it was important enough to tell us what his name is. But he's very important in the scheme of this story, even though he has no name. Sometimes we want to have a name. We want to be recognized for what we do. But it doesn't matter what we do. It's what we allow Jesus Christ to do through us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And we that's a point we need to make. So Peter's response is this. He's, he says, I'll give you what I got. And uh, as, as we see this, we realize that uh, he's giving him healing. He's, he's giving him healing. Now, how does he give this? Because Peter and John can't heal anybody. They're not doctors. They're not going to perform surgery. They do it by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And, and while we're talking about no names and things, that, uh, how many knows that that when you talk about Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Nazareth wasn't no special place. The Bible says, "What good can come out of Nazareth?" Amen. You see, so so where we come from and who we are is immaterial. Like I said this morning, God is going to use who He chooses to use, and what He desires to use is people that have faith. Amen and has a purpose. The purpose is what he has chosen for you to do. And what he has chosen you to do, we must realize we can do by faith in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes. Hallelujah. The name above all names. Yes. And so we see that that uh, it's that name that he has healed. Now notice it says here that uh, verse 7 He took him by the hand. In other words, Peter grabbed a hold of him. Oh my. We need to be careful who grabs a hold of us. Are you hearing me? Those people that took him to the temple every day grabbed a hold of him and carried him over and set him down. But they didn't do him any good. But when somebody full of the Holy Ghost grabbed a hold of him, amen, and lifted him up, there was a change in his life. We need to be careful who grabs a hold of us. Amen. Yes. Are you hearing? Amen. me? Hallelujah. There's a lot of people grab there's a lot of people that need to grab the hold of. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about that here in a little bit, but but we need to go around searching for people to grab a hold of. Now, when your children need correction, you grab a hold of them, don't you? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> they used to. I still do, amen. <laughs> they might be grown, but I'll still grab a hold of them. Hallelujah. <laughs> but anyway, that's beside the point. We, we need to grab a hold of people and show them the power in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. We talk about it. We read about it. We sing about it. It's time that we actually grab a hold of somebody in the power and the authority of the name of yeah. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> But for us to have the, the authority of the name of Jesus, we have to be connected to Jesus. That's right. If we're not connected, we can, we can holler the name all we want. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's kind of like a, a, I can go and turn my refrigerator on or my stove on or turn the lights on but if the power ain't hooked up, amen, it isn't going to do lick of good. You've got to plug into the source. You've got to be connected to the power source to use the power. And tonight I want us to realize that we need to start grabbing a hold of people because we're connected to Jesus, and when we're connected to Jesus, he has given us authority in his name to heal people and to tell people and to raise them up and help their lives be changed, amen. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. Why? Because we're connected to the name. The name above all names. Amen. <laughs> verse 4, chapter 4 of Acts chapter 4, verse 2. says this. Well, that's, that's not where I want to be. Verse 12, excuse me. Neither is there salvation in any other name. other, For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Oh, hallelujah. It's that name. That's who we have to be connected to. You know, this, this lame man. Of course, Peter and John were just fishermen. Of course, they were becoming quite famous because of, of the day of Pentecost and Peter getting up and preaching the message and 3,000 people getting saved. That kind of has starts people talking, if anybody knows what I'm talking about. And, and as we see this, we need to realize that that God uses us too. God does use us. Look at your neighbor and says, God will use you. You might be ugly, but he'll still use you. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) But but anyway, what what I'm saying is is that God God can, you know, if he he takes a pile of dirt and forms our our body and our flesh and is able to breathe life into it with his breath, I think that Jesus can do anything he wants to do. Are you hearing me? Do we believe that? Because when we grab a hold of somebody, we need to grab hold in faith that when we proclaim the name of Jesus over this person, that something is going to happen. And it takes some guts and real faith, amen, to grab a hold of somebody and then say, Rise up and walk. It takes faith. It takes really, really believing in what we say we believe. How does that make sense? And we we are coming to the place that the enemy, everything that can be shaken is going to be shaken. And the only thing that can't be shaken is what's going to stand. And our faith has to be so strong that when we say we believe in Jesus Christ and Him crucified, That we really believe that. Amen. When we say we believe he's the healer, we're gonna have to really believe that. Amen. When he says he when we say he is the answer, we have to believe that. When we say he is the way, truth, and the life, we really gonna have to believe that. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You see, this poor old boy, this certain man. He had a physical ailment from birth but because he had this physical ailment, he hadn't, his legs had no strength at all. I mean that the muscles were probably totally gone if he had any at all because he, he hadn't used them for for I think it was 40 years. so he, he couldn't have had no weakness so for his healing, his physical condition had to be taken care of and then God had to strengthen his weakness. Hallelujah. This was a physical weakness. But God can also strengthen our personal weakness, amen? Our, our mental weakness, our physical weakness, our emotional weakness. And, and, and let's be honest, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. I don't have that exactly right. But what I'm saying is, is that, that we in our flesh, in our natural thoughts, we can't do a whole lot when it comes to the things of God. But oh, hallelujah, when we let the Spirit roll, let the strength of the name of Jesus, hallelujah, move upon us, we can grab a hold of things and they will happen. Grab a hold of them, church. Hallelujah. 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 But you've got to be connected to the, to the man whose name you're talking You've got to be connected to Jesus. <laughs> oh, my, my, my. You see, when we when we start doing that, we, we'll get hooked up with a Peter and John. And while I'm here, we need to be willing to let God make us a Peter and John. Peter John. Amen. I had a hand clap back there on that one. Amen. <laughs> Can I get a few hallelujahs with that anyway? I said, Jesus is looking for some more Peters and John." Yes, Amen. Now, they, they they weren't going out looking for somebody to heal. They were just on their way to church. But all of a sudden, something come up on their way. They didn't ignore them. and said, well, I've got to get to church. I'll, I'll, I'll give to you after a while. Uh, no, they stopped right then. And they... Grab a hold of him, amen. we got to be willing for God to interrupt our lives, hallelujah. Yeah. When the opportunity comes, amen, let's let God take control, hallelujah, and grab a hold of something and say in the name of Jesus, rise up, hallelujah. Yeah. I believe with all that I am that if we'll really let the Spirit of God move and flow, we can have agates come in here so high on meth, and it it can be completely wiped out. Do you believe that? I believe alcoholics, the desire for drink can be taken away. Amen. Amen. I believe people that that have, have... had no self-worth in all their life. They feel like they're worth nothing because of the life they live. I can believe all of a sudden God can put something in them that realizes they are more than conquerors. they earth than able to overcome anything that they face. Why? Because they are now connected to Jesus Christ and they're living by the power of the name. But we've got to be willing to let God interrupt our life. We've got to be willing to let him interrupt the services. Yes, Oh, yeah. We've got to be willing to let Jesus have his way. Yeah. Amen. By the Spirit. Are we ready? Okay, let's go on. You see, when you are willing to let Jesus interrupt what you have planned, and to pray for somebody. All of a sudden, that certain man, we've got three characters in this so far. The certain man, Peter and John. Now, Peter and John's had their, 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 their mourning interrupted. But because they were willing to allow God to interrupt them, a man has been healed, a man has been strengthened. And now, instead of going to church with just Peter and John, now they're going. Peter and John and a certain man are going to church together. Hallelujah! Oh, let me tell you something. And you see that that that's not the beginning of it. You see, because one man, a certain man, not anybody special, got healed. Hallelujah! It was seen. He had a testimony. I said he had a testimony, amen. And because of his testimony, it ends up five thousand people get saved because of the testimony of one man. Because two people were willing to let God Interrupt something and do it. Oh, give me praise in this house. Whoa, glory to God. My, 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 my. Whoa, I just, I just, I want God to do that in my life. Do you? Stand up and say, Do it, me, "Do it to me, Lord! Do it to me, Lord! Do it to me, Lord! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Oh, you see, when you have a when you have a testimony, you don't have to have a diploma. Come on, man! When you have have a testimony, you don't have to have a program. Are you hearing me? When you have a testimony, amen, you don't have to look a certain way. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. All you need is a testimony from God because that is the real thing. Are you hearing me? Amen. Come on now. It's the real thing. What's your testimony? What's your testimony? You see, when you have a testimony and you share that testimony, not only does it help you to become an overcomer, as it says in Revelation 12, but it helps others have a testimony because they realize that, hey, this thing that they're talking about that I can't see and I can't feel and and I can't hear, it must be real. There must be something to it. Because look what it done to Sister Jan. Amen. She got hit by a big pole and knocked, knocked her head over. But she's still sitting here and able to talk and teach good. Amen. Are you hearing me? Come on. We all have a testimony. We need to share that testimony. So my God is real. For I know he made me whole. His love for me. Oh, glory to God. It's his testimony Amen. there. That's what of I can look around and see that everyone of said has been, have been through something. Yes. Been through something. And we got a testimony. Yes. And we need to share that. You know, let me just throw this in here real quick. You go quoting Bible to people that aren't saved, listen to me. They don't understand what you're talking about because they don't have the spirit for a witness. But so when you tell them there was a man named Jesus that come in and convicted your heart and took you off the alcohol and the drugs and whatever else it was off and what was hindering your life. And when you tell them what He done for you, and then they're going to watch you from that point on. Amen. And when you live it, amen, and, and live it in front of them, your testimony, is. they're going to realize, that. hey, I can't see it, I don't understand it, but there must be something to it. Maybe I ought to just check it out. Hallelujah. Does anybody hear this? This ain't part of the message in my notes here, but I gotta throw this in. When you truly are connected to Jesus, you want to share your testimony because you love everybody. What's the old song It Makes, Makes me love everybody. Makes me love everybody. Makes me love everybody. And it's good enough for me. Makes you love everybody. Because you love everybody. You want to be a true witness to them. So we mean preacher a true witness. It means that if you if you speak it, you better live it in front of them. Amen. Otherwise, you are a hypocrite to them. Amen. And you don't want to be a hypocrite to somebody that's lost, amen. Because then you're given a false witness of who Jesus Christ is. yes hoo! I just spend a long time on that. Because a lot of times the way we talk and the way we act ain't exactly what we claim we got. Amen. And I'll move right on. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, let's go on. You see he is he's bigger than your background. He's bigger than your circumstances and your situations. That's why I said like I said this morning, you don't want to be a good for nothing to anybody yourself because if you got the Holy Ghost living in you you should be good for something. Amen. Are you hearing me? Amen? Amen. So so let's be good for something. Let's be good to somebody. You know it's about time we were good to ourselves. Because I don't think any of us and that's good old number one here speaking to himself, amen. I we're really not walking in what God has for us, amen. I we ain't living to the place where he wants us to live. Come on now. I don't care what the world does to me or what it says about me or what's going on around, what's going on in Newport, what's going on in BB, what's going on in Washington, D.C., or any place else, amen. I, I know that I'm a child of the King. Hallelujah. i got the Holy Ghost within me and that is bigger and greater than anything that I can face. Let's live like it, glory to God. Because he's bigger. He's bigger. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you believe? Do you believe that God can provide anything that you need? Yes. Do you believe that? Raise your hands if you believe. Amen. hundred percent. Hallelujah. All right, I'm going to have somebody come to your house and take all your food tomorrow morning so that you'll have to trust God totally for for whatever you (laughs) need. I say that because I want to make a point to you. Mm -hmm. You know, do we really believe God will provide everything that we need? As that goes back to Matthew 6 and of course seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto us and as I said this morning you know when we get when we get walking with him right every other part of our life kind of falls into place yes. Yes. of course the devil uses all these outside circumstances and, and sure. all the things from our past and, and the difficulties of, of just living life And He uses those to try to bombard us and create doubt and fear and and wonder within us. Now, Let's be honest. There's times when we just wonder well, is God ever going to do anything? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Do do I have to really go through this again, Lord? We might. We might. We don't know how long this COVID's going to last. But I know that the Lord lasts, he is, he's forever. Yes, he is. Yes. And his promises endure forever. Yes. His word endures forever. Yes. Everything about the Lord endures forever. The COVID isn't going to endure forever. Even if it kills everybody on the planet, I mean, that means the ones that are ready will go to heaven and the others will go you know where. amen. Yeah. I he is the one that lasts forever. Are you hearing yeah. He's the one that is greater. Hallelujah. Whenever he decides to get rid of it, we're going to live it and live it like he said to live it. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> and it's very real. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's very real. It's something we have to use wisdom on. I'm not saying any other thing. But I am saying this to you. That if you're going to work and not going to church, then there's something wrong with your faith. Right. Amen. Okay? Amen. So, I'll slide on by that, okay? There. <laughs> now, we have to realize that we're walking with the Lord. But uh, let, let's, let's. When, when you become a believer, you have authority by that name. The name of what? In verse 12 of chapter 4 says, There is salvation, neither is there salvation, another name for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And of course over here in 16, or somewhere in here, uh, they ask, and ask them, says, by what name do you do this? And Peter and John says, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, hallelujah, amen. I don't know about you, but whatever I do, and somebody asked me, what did I do that for? I because I did it in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, when you have that name, you have been given authority that that name carries. Back in those days, names carried meaning. Amen. They either meant where you were from or the occupation you had. Or a title or a position. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, Jerry Davis don't mean a whole lot. But when I talk about and when Jerry Davis speaks the name of Jesus Christ, Amen, it's something is going to happen, Amen. When John Ford speaks the name of Jesus Christ, something should happen. When Candy Kinwell speaks the name of Jesus Christ and grabs a hold of somebody or something, it's something should happen. Why? Because that's the name above all names. That's where we have our authority. And that's what we're connected to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Now, we have to realize something here. Sin, our own or others, creates a mess and turmoil in the world that God created for us. Are you hearing me? Sin just messes up the whole thing. If it's your sin, that's the easiest one to get rid of because you can repent. Amen? Now, if somebody in your circle or sins, then it's going to create a mess in your world. Is that under- do you understand that? So, so when that happens, we have to persevere. And we have to realize that the, despite this turmoil, uh, we'll always have that problem. Because I might live without sin, but Brother Larry may not. Brother Larry might live without sin, but I may not. And because we're in this church together, it could create turmoil for either one or the other. Does that make sense to you? That's why we should always be willing to yield to the Lord. Because it's not just us that is involved; it's every single one of us in your family, in your church, at your workplace, at. at It it creates, what you do is you stop God from allowing you to be blessed the way he wants to bless you. He doesn't turn his back on you. But he is wanting you to come to him and say, Father, I have forgiven me. I have sinned. I have done wrong. Will you please forgive me and put me back on track where you want me to be? Amen. amen. And when that happens, amen, all the turmoil and strife in your world will change. Are you hearing me? And, and if somebody else is doing that, you just don't beat them down. You just don't ignore them. You just don't throw them away. You pray for them. Hallelujah. You might even have to grab a hold of them. In the name of Jesus, touch my brother that he will see the right through. And when I say grab him, I don't mean by the head of the hair or the nap of the neck, okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, we will always have problems in life because of the sin-soaked world that we lived in. Yes. But there, there's there's a little verse over here. <laughs> in John 16 and 33, I like I, I love this verse. Jesus tells him this these things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. But be a good cheer because I have overcome the world. Amen. You see, the power of the name will get you through not only just get you through, but it'll get you through and you can have good cheer on the way. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? You can have good cheer in the midst of your trials. Tears can be rolling down your cheeks. Your heart can be breaking, but you can have peace and joy of God. Are you hearing me? Why? Because He promised it. And because we have faith in Him, knowing that whatever we're having to come against, whatever is coming against us, listen to me, because of Him, because of His name, because of that authority, amen, because I totally believe in Him, amen, I know that way, somehow, I'm going to make it through all of this mess, amen, and live to be blessed on the other side of it. Hallelujah. You see, it's not about getting to the other side. It's about having the faith to know that you can walk through it, amen, with Jesus Christ our Lord. I don't care what you put on this aisle. If my goal is to get outside that, door right there. Amen. As long as I'm walking with Jesus, I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. You might put anything in my path. You might put two big old defensive tackles there to try to beat me down. But I can tell you right now, God will only lift what he will lift and he's going to lift me get to where he wants me to be. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. I must be wearing you down, you're getting quiet on me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I got I gotta preach this in. Stand up. I'm about just stand up? I want you to get this, so I don't want you to be losing your attention span. Just kind of move around Just get loose, I mean, get ready, to go back again. Look at it sitting there. alright you me see. seated (laughs) now let's go back over here to Acts chapter 3 there's a word I want you to see here oh yes Lord in verse 6 it says then Peter said silver and gold have I none but such as I have I give give I thee. Anytime you see the word give in the Bible, it means grace. It's the favor of God on your life. Are you hearing me? In the, in the Bible, over 2,100 times is giving, gift, or give, or something that means that, is found in the word of God. Did you know that? 2,100 times. And And, and it always means grace. Well, let's look at just a few of the things that we are given come on now first of all we creation he created the world he he gave us the, the the ability to live on this earth i know adam messed it up but jesus is turning it around hallelujah he gave us light yes. hallelujah he gave us light oh hallelujah and i believe it's in Ephesians chapter one it says he gives us spiritual wisdom Hallelujah. It's a gift. Amen. It's favor. It's grace upon our lives. Amen. And of course, the greatest gift he gave us was Jesus Christ himself. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. And with Jesus Christ, we got the gift of salvation. Hallelujah. With salvation, amen, we got the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We got the gift of eternal life. That's the grace that God has given us in our life. Amen. He's given us peace that past understanding. He's given us joy. Oh unspeakable and full of glory these are all gifts They are grace upon our life why should we not live for him why should we not believe in him we just come out of the thanksgiving season but anytime you read about a gift from god it's his grace in your life and he's given us grace Let's look at the characters in this. We had a certain lame man, a certain man who was lame who ended up with a testimony that when people sinned the miraculous healing of him, hallelujah, 5,000 got saved. We see Peter and John who was willing to let God interrupt what they were doing so they could grab a hold of somebody and raise him up. Oh, glory to God. But you see, the two most important characters were not even seen. Hallelujah. First of all, we have Jesus. He had to die upon a cross, amen, and rise again and send his spirit back so that we, the, the, the name of Jesus carries the authority that it carries. Amen. And it carries that authority, and then the Holy Ghost is present. Amen. Come on now, because that is the the third person of the Godhead that is working upon earth today. So we actually have five people involved in this story. Hallelujah. We have a, a certain man, we have Peter and John, we have Jesus Christ Himself, and we have the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I'm telling you right now, the Jesus stays the same all the time. The Holy Ghost stays the same all the time. Amen. And there's all kinds of certain men out there with situations and problems, and I'm asking you tonight, are you willing to be a Peter and a John, hallelujah, that has enough faith to grab somebody and do what God asked him to do, no matter what you do? Amen. that's the message. That's the message. Do we? You, you know, there's an old saying, what is it? Put your money where your mouth is. (laughs) Tonight, I challenge you to put your faith where your mouth is. Do we believe enough? You see? You know, James, put it this way. We not only need to be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah hallelujah oh my goodness oh in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask you to touch every person in this house you see this Holy Ghost is more real today than it was back then the power of the name of Jesus should be as powerful right now as it was when that lame man was here I'm asking you right now. Do you, what you believe, the faith you have, is it enough to live the way Jesus wants you to live? Is it? Is it? And I'm not talking about here. I'm talking about out there. I'm talking about among your family members that are lost. You say, well, I ask them to church all the time. I I tell them about Jesus. Well, instead of telling them, and sometimes, especially with family, we have a tendency to be a little mean about it. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? We have a tendency to give up. Stand up, Larry. But instead, next time, you got a little lean on or a family member or somebody you know, and just surely love, it, brother. Just go home. Just go home. Just love them. And then show them that you really mean what you said. You yeah, ain't condoning their sin. But it's telling them that you love them anyway and that you're there for them. And if they would like you sure already told them that you know the way out. Because I can promise you there's not an addict that's been an addict very long that doesn't want to quit. He may say he don't. He might I deny, he might even deny being an addict. But in his heart he knows he is, and he wants to stop. But he can't. And you gotta love him enough, and that ain't easy. We've got a grandson that's stole and stole and sold from us. Lied and lied and lied to us. Brought things into our house that should never be. But he knows he can call Grandma. And if Grandma can do anything for him, she will. She's not empowering him, but she's loved him. I don't know how I got on that, but I did. must be for somebody. But we have a world that desperately needs somebody that is willing to let God interrupt their life and grab a hold of them and tell them Jesus loves you and he's the answer.